Well, good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. I am thrilled that you got up to spend time with me on a Saturday morning. Um, If you are just catching our show, I want you to know that um, not only am I here Saturday mornings at 9, but also Sundays at 930. And that is really important to you today because I have an amazing woman that I am about to introduce to you. And she is going to spend time with me here today as well as tomorrow because she and I could uh, talk until the cows come home about Jesus. But I want to introduce to you now Miss. Betty Swan of Betty Swan Ministries. Good morning, Betty. Good morning to you and good morning to the wonderful people listening to this. Well, I um, have just been thinking, when I came back to Christian Teaching and Talk here on the bridge, um, one of the very first things that I had in the back of my mind is that I wanted you and I uh, to do a show together. And um, I'm going to let you kind of introduce yourself here, but I want um, our audience to know that um, I don't even know how many years ago it was now, Betty, but um, a woman here in Austin. Guys, this is how God works in your life. You've got to trust that God's going to connect the right people to you at the right time. And um, I went and spoke somewhere, and the woman heard my message, and she just happened to be lifelong friends of Betty and said, the two of you must meet. Well, the woman didn't even know that I have this gigantic heart for Africa. And um, Betty uh, had a ministry going back and forth to Africa at the time. And long story short, we connected and I was able to um, accompany her on a trip to Rwanda that really changed my life and changed my perspective about ministry across the globe. And then just, um, just that short time that we were together, Betty, just how you influenced my life. So um, thank you for that. Wow, wow. Well, the woman was Judy McLeod. Mm-hmm. She was Judy Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And we were friends uh, from kindergarten up to now. Mm. I'm a person that believes in long-term, loyal friendship mm, at good. every stage of your life mm-hmm. and that you never let go of them. Mm. And so Judy and I are as close today, even though she lives in Austin. I live in, well, she lives in Round Rock. And I live in New York City. We we talk Amen. and we meet once a year. Uh, I I just want to encourage all of you listening: never mm. let go of your long term dear friends mm. because they are always there. They know everything you've gone through, mm-hmm. and when you go through the next thing that's hard, they can always say, "Oh, don't you remember you went through such and such, and then such and such happened?" And you know, I believe in you, and it's going to work out. And we all need those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. We just, um, we've just got to have them. That's so good, Betty, because people don't do that to these days, um, that, that often. And, and so that, that really is critical, a critical piece of our life that, um, brings richness, you know, into our yeah. life. Um, well, what I, I met a, go ahead. I heard a really famous person one time, really famous, worldwide <laughs> famous, say, they said, who are your friends? And he said, my friends from growing up in my neighborhood, because they've always known me. They mm. know me as me. They don't want anything for me. Mm. We're just friends. Wow. And when I'm with them, I get to just be me. I was just going to say that. That's who you can be you with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And well, Betty, so we've got a lot to talk about. Life? Yeah. I want to know in these four minutes, if you will just, you know, how, if you introduce yourself, your ministry and your yourself, how do you explain, how do you describe that to people? I am from a town of 11,000 people, Sweetwater, Texas. I was saved when I was nine in the Baptist church 
at 10, God called me to the ministry, and I was so scared to say yes, because I thought he'd make me go to Africa, and I knew <laughs> women couldn't be preachers. So I said no, and I never told my parents. Mm. I never told anybody. And yet, when I was 26, I always went in church, but it was just boring, but I went because I thought as a Christian, that's what you do. Right. And uh, I married a wonderful Christian man. We were sweethearts in college. We've been married 53 years now. At 26, we both got filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, mm. gone, gone. Mm. Just wonderful and never been the same since and have done many, many ministries. But when I was about 60, 52, God said, you're now called to the world and you're going to have your own ministry. And I started it when I was 61. That sounds crazy, but wow. God said, you're going to be a last-day person. Latter, you're a 5 o'clock person. Yes. I want to encourage all you people that are saying, well, how come it hadn't happened? God said it was going to mm. happen. It is going to happen. It is. And there's a timing, and there's a reason for the timing, and it doesn't just involve you. Mm. It involves what God is doing on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. So that's it in a nutshell. That's How so many good. more minutes do we have? We've got two minutes, but I, I've got to say, just listening to that, do you know, and I know you know, but how many people listening today that has just encouraged? People think their life is over. People think they're stuck. People think it's just the way it's going to be. Their ship has passed them by. I mean, you know, this is the dread that the enemy tries to keep people in. And your story says that's not the case. Okay, i got to tell you real quick. At 40, I said, God, I want a birthday present. He said, your real ministry will not start to your mid-50s. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, I'll be an old lady. <laughs> he never said another thing after that, but he kept calling me to the international world. At 48, eight years later, God, I can't get out there. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there, they don't want to be out there. I want to be out there. I'm 48. And God said, I know you're 48, Betty. At 50, calling me, calling me. I said, God, I, I don't understand why you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I want to do it. Women want to come home. I want to get out there. Mm -hmm. I can't. You don't have your message yet. I thought, what do you mean I don't have my message yet? I've taught Bible studies for 25 years. I've faithfully done ministry. Didn't say a word. So I had to start thinking, well, what is my message? Mm -hmm. Everybody has an individual message. No matter what they say or do, that message always comes out. And I had to figure out what mine was. And I did. At 52, still hadn't happened. God do it or kill me. I can't take this anymore. It's you're calling, mm. calling, calling yes. more than ever. And he said, you're part of a new breed of women. I said, oh, great. I'm going to be this old lady out there. And all the young women are going to go, what's that old lady doing out uh-huh. here? Uh-huh. He said, they won't even notice your age. Mm-hmm. And they haven't, Amy, oh ever. And I'm now 75. They still don't notice my age. Mm. It's all about the life of the Spirit in you. That's what people are so hungry for. And I heard Katy Perry, the pop singer, her daddy, he's an evangelist. He's been an evangelist 30 years. And he said, people don't want to listen to old people, but they want to listen to seasoned people who have Mm -hmm. wisdom. Mm -hmm. They want that. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you for sure that's been my life. People well, and, and in step, just to be in step with the Lord, right? I mean, people want, you know, they're drawn to that, as you said, and they're drawn to the thing that's inside of us. And they're drawn mm-hmm. to um, 
uh, uh, you know, real. They're and you are so real and authentic. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that. And I've got so many questions to ask you about what you are doing throughout the earth right now. We'll be right back. I'm with Betty Swan of Betty Swan Ministries. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused On You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. This is Amy. Thanks for being here with me this morning. I'm with Betty Swan here, a dear friend of mine, a mentor more than she even knows. We're so far apart, but I I, I keep up with her through email, an email chain, and um, just know that our lives um, are probably getting linked back together. Just knowing, Betty, yes. what God is doing here in my life in Austin and what God is doing in your life there in New York City. But you just told our audience you're a good Texas girl, Sweetwater, Texas. I grew up in <laughs> Stephenville, Texas. I mean, we grew up so close to each other. Yeah. Oh. So I want to know, Betty, um, I know that... Um, there's two thing dynamics I want to try to get out, and I know you're going to be here with me today, and you're going to be with me tomorrow um, at, at 9:30. But I want to talk about two things. However, that gets out. One of them is what your ministry does internationally. But then I want to swing that back at some point and talk about how common what the people internationally are hungry for that you see right there in New York City that you see right there in, you know, Texas when you come back and visit friends and people and speak. So let's talk a little bit about international, what your vision is there and what you've been doing with this mobile ministry, that video ministry that you have. Okay, well, it's really uh, interesting in that God picks the country he wants me to go to next mm. and has a, there's a reason for it. I probably could... I have an apostolic calling because I go where there is something started already, but it's little and they want more and they don't know how to do it. And if they could just get someone to help them, they could build it. And that's how the Apostle Paul went. He seemed to always go and find that group of people. Mm. So in the first place God sent me was in 1996 to Belarus a country nobody even cares about. Even today, nobody cares about Belarus. It has a communist president still. He he trick, tricks the election or rigs it, mm-hmm. any way you want to say it. So mm-hmm. He's been in office 20-something years. He'll never get out. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares about the Belarusians, but God did. And he sent me to them. In 1996, I took ended up taking about 50 men and women over eight years with me, going at least once a year, sometimes twice, one year, three year Mm -hmm. times, and working with women, primarily setting them free. They had been under communism so long, they did not know how to think for themselves 
and do anything other than work with children and sing in the choir. Wow. And we released them into all kinds of ministries, and it was every denomination. Baptist, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Russian Orthodox, Lutheran, just Catholic, just anybody that wanted to be set free, we worked with. Mm. And that has gone from there to the, I've been in the Philippines, I, uh, Sri Lanka, Africa, five countries in Africa, primarily Kenya and Malawi, uh, still in Kenya, still going strong in Kenya, and then Pakistan for the last 10 years. And now God has called me to refugees all over Europe. And we started by working in France. Mm. And what does that look like? Do you um, what what is the what's the basic plan there that you guys um, have? What's the vision for for France? Well, it's very interesting. The way the Lord is moving now, probably massively in 2020, Mm. a great awakening has started all over the world. And it's happening in ways you wouldn't think. And to people you wouldn't think it would happen to, like Kanye West and Justin Bieber. I mean, right. who, and Kim Kardashian. Who right. would ever think that would happen? Yes. And this rapper called Little Somebody who reads the Bible on YouTube to 86,000 people oh, every gosh. day. I've got chills. I mean, it's happening and nobody knows it. Amen. There's a French evangelist that, that's on fire and came to America to evangelize America. Mm. And uh, France is atheist, pretty much, or lapsed. Catholics. And so we're going to be working with refugees there. We have an organization called FEAST, mm. and it is an acronym. It's, it is not a Christian organization, but everybody, there's seven of us involved in it, and we're all deeply committed Christians to the bone. Mm-hmm. But we're going out to the world where they don't ha- we don't have to have the Christian tag, the Christian flag, we can go out and minister Jesus mm-hmm. and his healing and his prophetic words and his words of knowledge to people. And and it's going to be refugees. Mm-hmm. And so we've begun that in uh, France. Feast mm-hmm. stands for fueling, empowerment through art, sport, and technology. Wow. And right now we're working through the Paris Olympics that are going to be in 2024. But it's just fledgling. It's just, mm-hmm. and then Bill and I've been under the bridges in Paris feeding people because I have a, a really big feeding ministry all over. Oh, the world let's too. talk about that. We got a couple of minutes. Tell them about pennies from heaven. I am in love with this. Well, we fed in twenty-one countries. It started with me picking up pennies when I was out walking with a friend, mm. and I saw, you know, how you see pennies. I said, I'm going to pick these up and save them and let the Lord tell me what to do with them sometime. And from that, a woman I had worked with in Malawi, who was a member of parliament, wrote me and said, Betty, we're starving in my constituency. Is there any way you can help us? Mm. And uh, I sent money from BSM, Betty Swan Ministries, but I sent $2.31 in it wow. and asked people to help. And I'm telling you, people started sending out emails. You got to help. We got to help this pennies from heaven. 100% goes for food. 100%. It's never been spent for anything but food. And we are feeding every day right now lepers in Kenya and poor people that are Pakistani Christians and Hindus, Mm. Hindu people, feeding them every day with pennies from heaven. Just incredible. Plus widows and orphans. 
Yeah, there's a guy in Pakistan had lost most of his legs due to diabetes. He was a university professor. We accidentally found out about him. He had nobody taking care of him, and we now feed him every day. He gets mm. money for food every month, plus we pay for his medicine. Incredible, incredible. And guys, pennies from heaven. So she's walking around and these pennies are coming. Are They're on the ground, right? They, they're dropping from heaven. Where did these pennies come from? And, and she well, I found, has the... I found a penny yesterday and I found a dime yesterday. So that goes in a little box. And when I get it all fixed up, I, I feed people. Mm-hmm. But you can go to BettySwan.com and look at Pennies from Heaven. And if you want to send money mm-hmm. to Pennies from Heaven, you do it. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% going to food to people across the globe. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about the lepers. And if we have time, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Mideast. And then we'll have to save the rest for the Sunday show. But, guys, we're going to run to break. When we come back, I'm going to talk more. More here with my dear friend Betty Swan of Betty Swan Ministries. Hey there, guys. It's Amy. I just wanted to take a quick break and talk to you about some communication that we are going to start sending out to um, all the folks who not only follow this show, Amy Mills Live, but also the folks that follow Sold Out Ministries, which is the ministry that I founded back in 2009 out of my freedom experience. And so we've got this group of people that are loving to hear about um, freedom, and we want to do a better job at communicating with you all. So if you will shoot me an email, amy at soldoutministries.com, and just give me your name and give me your email, we will start sending out a weekly communication piece, whether it's a, a tips for the day or whether it's a scripture or whether it's something that the Lord's brought to my mind. We're going to try to do a better job of communicating with you and lifting you up during the week. So reach out to me at amy at soldoutministries.com. Give me your name and your email. Welcome back, you guys. It is Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. Thank you so much for being here this morning. I know that already you are completely inspired and excited about this message that you have heard. Betty has so many life-transforming stories, and what I love about her is she is real. She's a real woman, and she is just taking, she's the she's the perfect example of taking the ordinary and making it extraordinary. She is a yeah. fantastic fantastic example of our normal becoming super natural yes. when God gets involved and 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 it's this simple simple process that Betty does that turns into these amazing things Betty I know you don't like to talk about it but how much money has your ministry given out <laughs> I know you know the total oh my god <laughs> shocking because, Amy, I never asked people to give me money for my ministry. Mm-hmm. Never. God told me, don't ever ask anybody. Tell me the exact amount you need, mm. and I will tell somebody to give it to you. Now, I don't mind asking for money from pennies from heaven because that's, you know, I want to feed those hungry people. And But I'm talking about ministry, right. all kinds of 
sending kids to college. Mm. Uh, oh, I can't even begin to tell you all the stuff we've done, my word. It's just unbelievable. I've never taken a salary. It's now, I think, 15 years I've been doing it, or 12, I can't remember. It's starting 205. Mm. And um, I don't take a salary. My bookkeeper doesn't take a salary. The head of the prayer team that sends out the emails doesn't take a salary. Nobody does. All the money gets spent for something. And our, uh, you know, you do have admin, and it's about 3%. So we give away about 97%. And Amy, it's about two point two million, I think, has come in. Oh my gosh. Guys, do you understand what she's saying? This woman did God did not put her feet on the ground until the age of 60 years old. And, no, and, no, 52 I'm when sorry, I really 52, started. 52. Okay, 52. Incredible. Incredible. I, guys, this is the power of God. We underestimate God. We look with our carnal eyes and we forget to stop and look with our spirit eyes and hear with our spirit ears. And this is because we have allowed the world to infiltrate our home and our mind and our body and and, and just all that we've attached ourselves to. And as we begin to, to clean that stuff out of our lives and as we begin to submit and surrender and trust, even even these little tiny bits, you know, as much as a penny. You know, the Bible says we just need faith the size of a mustard seed. But Betty's picking up pennies and believing for something big. And and God did it. He's performed. Yes, he has he done it. Tell me That's about, um, I want to know about the lepers. I think this is a really fascinating um, story. All right. I have always had an interest in lepers. The very first mission trip Bill and I ever went on was to Hawaii in 1976, and I I wanted to be assigned to the leper village because I just wanted to see what lepers were like. And I'd read that book, Hawaii, by James Michener. Mm -hmm. I read about lepers, and um, I just wanted to know what they were like. Mm. But somebody else got assigned. And then Mm. years later, in Africa, working in Kenya, with all kinds of things, I met a waiter in a hotel. Turned out he was a pastor in a town eight hours away, and he works with lepers. And I said, mm. I have an interest in working with lepers. How can I help you? He said, I need money to feed them. I need money to help them have housing. They are despised, rejected. They are treated as vermin. Mm-hmm. When they die, many times they're tossed by the side of the road to let the animals eat them. Oh. They're the lowest of the low. I mean, nobody wants to help them. I said, I want to help them. Mm -hmm. So I began doing that 10 years ago. And just a slow thing, just sending money. You know, money came. But last May, a year ago, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, Richard said to me, Pastor Richard, they... They've been kicked out of the hospital. They don't. Ha- they had a leper hospital. The doctors took it over. They have no place to be. I bought them land. I- they need houses. And I said, well, how much would a house cost each one? 3200 mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my gosh, where am I going to get $3,200? How many ha- homes? 15 I thought, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Lord, you told me I need $3,200, Jesus, to build a house. I'm going to start with one house. It came in. Mm. It came in. Mm. And I didn't ask anybody to give it to me. Somebody wrote me and said, here's some money. Use it however you need to use it. 
and somebody else took some money. Well, here, use this any way you need it. Use this, use this. 3200 was built from a thatched shack with vermin dropping around all around, and they dressed poorly, horribly. Mm. We built brick homes. Wow. And the next month, the money came in. The next month after that, it came in. Then the next month, mm. I couldn't get over it. Wow. And I thought, well, six of them are really bad off. But now I've got to have nine more houses. Lord, just it came in. And literally every month, 3200 came in earmarked for either the lepers or whatever I wanted to put it on. Wow. And I would write the people back and say, could I use your money for lepers? Mm. I, I've never had anybody give me money that I didn't ask them, could, it, could I use it for this? How right. do you feel about this? Because I wanted them to know. I'm your I'm your conduit. Yes. I'm your water hose. Yes. Your money is going to go over here. Is that okay, or do you prefer something else? And that's what I've done all these years. And so people that are with me, I mean, they don't feel like they're giving to some place they don't know where their money's going. Sure. They are giving to lepers. Mm -hmm. They are. Mm -hmm. Not me. Right. Somebody gave me uh, $2,000 last month. I put it on leper money, mm-hmm. leper feeding. It just it went into pennies from heaven. Mm. It's just amazing how God is doing it. Well, um, I, I think that, guys, you've got to join me tomorrow um, at, during my show at nine thirty. We're going to continue this conversation. But just to think about the very fact that God has called us in your life here in Austin, Texas, or wherever you may be listening, and you may be podcasting this show today. We podcast all of our shows at amymillslive.com. You can pick up every single radio program that I've ever done, and um, you will be able to uh, catch Betty and I on there if you have to miss tomorrow. But just simply, as we have to close out this morning, to think about her story that she has shared and to think that you, we're called to the lowest. We are called to those who are broken and bruised and battered and are in need. And I promise you that right under your nose is somebody or something that you can you can make a difference in their life yeah. today. Yeah. Betty, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to continue this conversation tomorrow. God bless you. 